and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. We are back, and boy, oh boy, do we have a Sim-filled show for you today, including a brand new segment. We'll get the episode started in the studio as Bex introduces us all to be simming. Then Starshows does a deep dive into potential new packs on the horizon. We have a full page interview all about Vic Sims on the site. Fluffy Monkey is here with a new segment all about social media and simming. P Frog has a new set of challenges to keep your gaming interesting. Hip Hip Renee has a new build tip for us. Lady Sweetheart puts the CC spotlight on the talented Gorilla Times 3 Sims. Fina's got a few guests in the studio chatting about some of their favorites. April Dark introduces us to another Machinima director. We have all the Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Free Play news from this week, and so much more. I am telling you, now is the time to start a new build, open up Cass and work on a new family, or bust out your favorite save file and start playing because we have a fantastic show for you, and it's about to start right now. Simmers, it's Bex. Welcome back to another interview with another amazing human being. Today in the studio, we'll have Lily B. Simming, and I, for one, am really excited to get to know her, and I'm really excited for you to get to know her too. So, without further ado, let's welcome her on it. Hey, Bex. I'm excited and flattered to be here. I never thought I would be here doing a podcast. It's an honor, so thank you for having me. Well, it sure is an honor having you here, and I can't wait to hear all the details you got for us. So, of course, I gotta ask, first things first, how long have you been playing The Sims? I've been playing The Sims ever since it came out in 2003. I started off playing on the PS2. When my husband bought the game for me, I played for 24 hours straight. I played from 8 p.m. on Friday, paused the game on Saturday to go to a dentist appointment, and played all day. It was something about controlling these little pixels that got me so hooked. Well, looks like we got another Sims lifer here. I'm really excited to hear that. I have the same feeling when I'm really, really into gameplay. I just can't stop. So I have to say we have that in common. Lily, what would you say your favorite in-game item is? Hmm, I would have to say my favorite in-game item would have to be the washer and dryer. I don't know. I just think it's so cool to have your Sims wash their clothes and add to their everyday tasks and chores. And it also adds realism to the gameplay. So I would have to say the washer and dryer. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I get really stressed out when I play with a washer and dryer. But I respect the thought of the realism. I mean, that's why people play The Sims, right? It's a life simulator. So that makes 100% sense. So it's just not for me. So, of course, uh, we all want to know what your favorite expansion pack is for The Sims 4. City Living is my absolute favorite expansion pack, hands down. I love the apartments, the city culture, the festivals, the food and spices it introduced to the game, 
and the townies are amazing. This pack also has awesome build, buy, and cast items. I love City Living. I cannot live without this pack. The build, buy from City Living is chef's kiss. So good. I love it. Especially that shaggy rug. I size it up and I put it in almost every single build that I do. I was looking at your channel. I wanted to get to know you a little bit before I had this conversation with you. And I noticed that you did cast videos. I, for one, have to say, oh my gosh, they are so good. I also noticed that you use CC. I also use CC. Do you, would you say that you use CC more than you use in-game items? I'm not a big CC user. I do use CC more for cast like hair and clothing items. EA has really been doing a great job with giving us build buy items that we can really enjoy and love. So I will mostly use CC for rugs, wall art, and clutter. You know, the things that game lacks, but I can live mostly with in-game items. Fair enough, fair enough. I do use CC both build buy and cast, but I totally understand that people really kind of tread towards using cast custom content. I've never really talked about custom content here on the podcast with Simmers, so I really want to start asking more about it. So I'm going to start with you, and I'm going to ask if you have a favorite custom content creator, um, and it's definitely okay if you have more than one. For my Sims fashion, I love Sin Tate. His creations are so well thought out and made. They look so good in-game. I just love his stuff, the detail that he puts in. Awesome, awesome creator. And some other creators would have to be Harry, Little Dicka, and Illogical Sims. Their build items are over the top, and I love that they really fit the Sims 4 aesthetic. It's almost like not having CC in your game because it fits the Sims theme so well. Yay, awesome. I really hope that other people get to check out their work as well. So, you know, everybody has their favorite way to play the sims so i must ask what is your favorite way to play the sims my favorite aspect of the sims would definitely have to be the gameplay i can't build for nothing but i love decorating <laughs> i love playing challenges like rags to riches runaway teen the big brother sister challenge anything that has to do with your sims having to grind count me in ah so you're a challenge girl i see I cannot do a challenge to save my life, so I love when other simmers find so much joy in it. What advice would you give to up-and-coming simmers? I always try to ask this question because we like to focus on content creation um, and how it affects, you know, the Sims community. So I, I always ask. I would have to say always do something you love. Just because something is hot right now doesn't mean you have to jump on it, especially if you're not feeling it. If you are truly enjoying your creations, that will come through in your gameplay and make people fall in love with what you create and share. Aw, that's awesome. I love that. Just do what you love, of course. And if you do what you love, the rest comes easy, I think. So, of course, I always ask every single person who comes here, who is someone that they want to shout about off the rooftops? One simmer that if someone's not following, they need to go follow right now. If I could only choose one, it would have to be Simply Nisi YT. She's an amazing builder, but not only that, she's an awesome storyteller and her creations are everything. She has a Super Sims challenge going on, and even though it's a challenge, you don't feel as though you're watching a challenge. The scenes, the characters, and the storyline really brings the Sims to life. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Make sure you go and give them a follow and let them know that Lily sent you. 
So I want to know a little bit, tiny bit more about your channel, and I want you to tell me one series on your channel that as soon as this podcast is over, everybody needs to go and watch. One series that others should check out right now on my channel is my Frankie Kid Beyond the Physical series. Frankie is an amazing woman who's trying to work through her feelings from the loss of her mother. Her mom was her everything and passed away when she was younger. As she mourned her mother's death, she stopped doing the things she loved like singing, dancing, playing her guitar, and being with her friends. Along with all of that, she put on a lot of weight. It took her sister Hazel to tell her how it really is to shake Frankie out of this funk. So in turn, Frankie decided to start her weight loss journey as she was heading off to college. So Frankie has to find a way to balance school, her weight loss journey, and her SimTube channel, which she created for accountability. So we go through her journey and see how she handles it, all while making new friendships and regaining her life. So be sure to check that series out. I know where I'll be after the podcast. I can't wait to see what goes on with Frankie's life. Well, Lily, I appreciate the heck out of you for being here today. And before we go, can you just please tell everybody where they can find you around the internet? Thanks so much for having me, Bex. If you want to check me out or connect with me on social media, you can find my YouTube channel at Lily B. Simming. Come through, and if you're digging my vibe, feel free to subscribe. I'm on Twitter at B underscore Simming and Instagram at Lily B. Simming. So come say hi. I love meeting new Simmers. Thanks again for having me. Take care, guys. Of course. Thanks again. I appreciate you sharing yourself with us and letting us know the inner workings of your sim mind. Um, it has been an absolute pleasure. As for everybody, I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Dag, dag. Detectives, it's Starshers, or shall I say Sherlockshers, back with another Star Goes Snooping segment. So, Simmers, whether or not you've been wanting your Sims to live that country living lifestyle and marry Farmer Joe to tend to livestock, a farming pack has been a highly requested pack from the Sims 4 community. I love speculating about The Sims 4 and so I'm set up to get emails from publications that report on Sims clues and hints. An article from Extra Time Media popped up recently in my emails and they were dropping a couple of hints for a farming pack. So I really wanted to share them with you and discuss whether we think that these hints lead to a farming pack or are they a little bit too weak. As we know, EA love to drop little breadcrumbs for us to hint at future packs. The Snowy Escape pack was hinted right at the end of the Nifty Knitting trailer, where we see an elder sitting in their rocking chair reminiscing about a sleigh. At the time, some of us did think that this was too small or trivial, but in actual fact, it was a hint for Snowy Escape. In the Snowy Escape pack, we got Paranormal Plates as a build and buy item, we didn't know it then, but this was a hint for the Paranormal Stuff Pack that will be released at the end of January. So to come to a conclusion, however small or weak a clue may be, it still might be a hugely significant hint for things to come. I'll read you an extract from that article. 
Recently, while poking around in live mode, we noticed that Sims was reading a specific book rather obsessively in itself. That obviously doesn't mean much, but if you dig a little deeper, things become a little bit more interesting. The book in question, called Point Farmer No More, The Downfall of Grant Roderick, has been a part of The Sims 4 for a long time. It's a reference to Sim Guru Grant and is a follow-up to a book in The Sims 3 titled Point Farmer, The Story of Grant Roderick. Obviously, this could just be Sims being Sims, but you might recall that last year there was similarly obsessive reading of the book called Orbital Pizzing, ahead of the release of the much maligned Sims 4 Star Wars Journey to Batupac. Okay, mm, very interesting indeed. I haven't noticed my Sims obsessively reading a farming book, but I don't play Sims regularly and might have missed that. A question was tweeted to SimGuru Frost over a year ago, which asked if there was any possibility of getting a farming pack in the future. And SimGuru Frost replied, saying that he knows a lot of us really, really want a farming pack. So that kind of left things quite open-ended. And yeah, we do see cows and other farm-type animals scattered around the Sims world. And there was also a Sims Twitter poll posted by one of the SimGurus, quite a while back asking us about what we'd want from a farming pack. Thanks to Sima Erin for reminding me about that one. So do these hints add up and do I think we'll be getting a farming pack in the future? It's very difficult to say because this is all speculation. I can't say yes 100% we're getting a farming pack but looking at all the clues I say it's pretty much likely. Some packs can take a year or two to develop and I doubt that any of the sim gurus can openly say we're working on a farming pack but have to keep things very open-ended. Judging from past hints, I don't want to dismiss any of these small hints or clues anymore as they've proven to be right. I would love a farming pack guys and I know that some of you would love one too. It's generally one of the top highly requested packs in the Sims 4 community. I do hope that a farming pack is on the list of things that they're working on and I hope we'll get one soon. That's all from me folks, keep shining and I'll see you soon, bye! As you all know, Simmer's Digest started with a single simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to. 
knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmers Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmers Digest and become a Simmers supporter at whatever level you can. Again, thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. My name is Braylon, aka Fluffy Monkey, and I want to introduce myself as the newest guest segment on The Simmers Digest, The Sims Social Segment. Each segment, I will be sharing strategies for social media and giving you some insider tips on how to make the best of your social media channels. We're going to start with Instagram, as that is the most difficult social platform for creators, and the one I know the most about. Later on, we will talk a bit about Twitter and TikTok as well. Don't forget, for more goodness, you can follow me everywhere online at Fluffy Monkey. That's three F's in the fluffy part. I share tips on Instagram for social media, and you can always reach out with a DM if you've got any questions. Today, we're going to talk about Instagram and why you should make an Instagram account um, as a creator or somebody who likes games. Now, there's two reasons that you should make an Instagram. The first one is that you want to consume, which means you want to look at all the stuff that other people are posting. The second reason you want to make an Instagram is possibly because you are a creator of some sort and you want to share the things that you're making so that other people can see them. Now, if you want to be a consumer, I don't really have any tips for you. (laughs) It's pretty easy. Just go on and look at stuff. Um, There's hashtags that can help you find people and looking at things like the Sims hashtags is a great place to start. Now, if you want to make an Instagram account as a creator, I just want to give you a heads up that Instagram is one of the most complex um, social platforms to grow on. But all that means is that it just takes a little bit more um, research and a little bit more dedication than some of the other social platforms. Today, I'm going to give you some first steps, whether you are just getting started or you already have an Instagram account. um, These tips will definitely help you. The first thing you're going to want to do as a creator is set your account up to be a business account. If you're not already set up as a business account, um, go ahead and check and switch it over. Um, The reason why you want to do this is because it gives you way more analytics, which on Instagram are called insights, um, than a personal account. And it gives you the ability to add a contact button to your profile, which here you can link an email um, or a phone number, as well as list what industry you're in. So so it will um, show on your profile if you're into gaming or a gamer or a public figure or an influencer, etc. Um, And once you hit 10,000 followers, it allows you to have the coveted swipe up feature, which means when you post a story, somebody can swipe up from your story and directly go to a link, which is so helpful if you are trying to get people to go to your YouTube channel or your Twitch channel channel, or anything like that. 
The second thing you're going to want to do is figure out what kind of content do you want to post. Now, if you're a simmer, um, this is easy. You want to post Sims content, but I ask you to find more something a little more niche than that. Um, the thing with Instagram is it's really great to have a niche and you can have more than one niche. Um, for instance, if you want to post build stuff, create a sim, um, etc. If maybe you're a more general gaming account, you want to post, you know, photos of your gaming desk, your gaming area, your setup, selfies, stuff like that. Um, after a while on Instagram in your analytics, you'll be able to get a better feel for who your audience is. But at the beginning, since you won't know who your audience is, I recommend trying to pick um, something and sort of use that as your your practice audience. So if you are going to post Sims content, maybe you say, I want to reach Simmers who are between the ages of 20 and 35. Or maybe you want to reach Simmers who are between the ages of 12 and 18. Um, something to think about before you start posting content, um, you know, who is this content for? Who am I making it for? Who am I hoping is going to see this? And that will help you decide what kind of content that you would like to post. The thing about Instagram and any social platform really is that it takes time to see if stuff is going to work. I recommend making a two to three week plan for content, trying it out, and at the end of that plan, see which things performed better in your insights and adjust your content for the next two to three weeks. Things on Instagram take time to gain traction, so that is why I recommend doing these trials of two to three weeks to see if what you're doing is working for you. If it's not, make adjustments and try again. Eventually, you will find something that clicks and works for you and your audience. Something people tend to worry a lot about in the beginning is their follower count, but I recommend that you just don't worry about this at first. Um, followers is sort of the least important analytic on Instagram. Obviously, it's good to have some followers, but I just encourage you as you're on this journey to not really pay attention or take too much heart about your followers. Um, you, Your followers on Instagram and any social platform are constantly going to go up and down um, because platforms get rid of bot accounts or people just realize that the content you make is not something that they like and that is totally fine. I always say it is so much better to have less followers who really love your content than a bunch of followers who don't care about you or are bots or aren't going to engage with your stuff. That's all I have for today. I will be sharing more in-depth strategies for Instagram over the next few segments so make sure you listen into the episodes so you can hear them all. Have a great day friends and happy simming! This is Challenge News with P-Frog Sims. Hello everyone, Katie here, aka P-Frog, and today I'm here on the Simmers Digest podcast with the latest and greatest Sims 4 challenges that you might not have heard of and that you can try for yourself. If you don't know me, I'm a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber who's kind of known for building weird stuff and generally being a bit of an oddball, so if you're into that, come and check out my stuff. Hello, hello, hello. What's all this then? You're looking for some challenges? Alright, here you go. As I said last time, this week, all the challenges I've got for you have no deadlines. 
Is that because I'm trying to be really conscientious for people who are getting freaked out by deadlines? Or is it because I recorded this a month ago? Nobody knows. But either way, hopefully you'll enjoy these challenges. So what have I got for you? First up, Cami Simming, aka Camilla on Twitter, has got an Elements Legacy Challenge. So let's see what Camilla has to say about this. This challenge, as you'll see, is heavily inspired by Little Simsies and Always Simming's Not So Berry Challenge. It's evident that the format of the colour-coded generations and generations goals system wasn't invented by me, but I wanted to make it clear anyway. I created this one out of boredom and good intentions, and that sounds like a good thing to me. (laughs) So, she goes on to say... Basically, each generation has its own colours, material and style. Each one of these characteristics will have to be shown through your Sims' aesthetic and or in their house. However, if you don't want to make a golden dress Sim but you'd like to give them a super tacky house, go for it. What matters is that these given characteristics are visible somewhere, even just a room or an object. The colours and materials for each generation are just a starting point. You can add whatever colour or texture you like to them. Each generation has a few worlds they can live in. You can only choose among those listed for each generation. As for money, the first gen is the only one with specified starting funds. In the following ones, you can choose if you want to keep the money your family has or start with less money to make the gameplay more challenging. It is a challenge after all. We like challenging challenges. So there are tasks and aspirations to complete in each generation. Now the rules are quite long, as they always are for legacy challenges, because there is a specified set of rules for each generation. So here is the list of the generations, and then I shall move on. Firstly, Earth. Second, Gem. Third, Water. Fourth, Fire. Fifth, Grass. Sixth, Gold. Seventh, Ice, eight, air, nine is brass, and ten is rainbow. And that's lovely, isn't it? So there are a lot of different things in the rules that I'm scrolling through that I shall leave for you to find out if you would like to try this challenge. It does seem like a lot of fun. And say you really enjoyed doing the Not So Berry, but you've already finished it now and you want a new legacy challenge with a similar vibe, then you can try this. And again, this is by Cami Simming. And the link will be here on the Simmers Digest website for you to read all the rules yourself. Now, this isn't even necessarily a Sims challenge, but Hannah Panda on Discord sent me this link. Now, if you have ever been really stuck for inspiration to build in the Sims, this is an incredible website. This is a website called springhole.net. And the link I've got right here is to a random house generator. And this is for kind of role-playing games and things like that. But it is perfect for The Sims. So I'm just going to click Create House on this website right now. And I'm going to tell you what it comes up with. This large house looks like an old castle and is in poor condition. The interior is done in colours that remind you of a coral reef. The yard is enormous and resembles a meadow. Also, the house used to belong to a famous poet. That's a lot of description from just a randomly generated thing. Let's do another one. This large house looks like an old castle. So we've got the same one there. And is in good condition. Oh, the interior is done in colours that remind you of a summer flower garden. The yard is small and resembles a meadow. Here's another one. Oh, this moderately sized house looks fairly modern and is in average condition. The interior is done in summery colours. The yard is moderately sized and is overgrown with wild plants. Also, people claim to hear strange noises coming from the house at night. Ooh. 
So yeah, that was three completely different things. I mean, they both said castle, but you know, you can click this button as many times as you want. Maybe this is going to be the next new craze in the simming community, using websites that give you writing prompts or for role-playing games to build your houses or create your legacies. And thank you, Hannah Panda, for sending me it. And the link is here to that website if you want to check that out yourself and come up with a completely randomised idea of a house for you to build. Finally for this week, Caterade, aka Katie which is also my name, but she spells it different, has got the Whimsy Stories Legacy Challenge. Katie wrote a 10-generation legacy challenge for The Sims. Each generation is extremely unique and has lots of fun little quirks and things to keep it interesting and enjoyable. So this is the Whimsy Stories Legacy Challenge, and here is what Katie says about it. Do you ever feel like stories don't come to you naturally? Do you find yourself repeating the same old thing over and over? that you want to be the type of simmer who becomes invested in their sims in a borderline unhealthy way? This is the challenge for you. Find yourself falling in love with complex and beautiful sims in the Whimsy Stories Legacy Challenge. Stories that you, with the help of your pixel people of course, bring to life. Now something a bit crazy about this challenge that it says right at the beginning is money cheats are allowed to a degree unless otherwise stated. Money cheats may be used for things like free real estate and storyline purposes when necessary so that's cool. Now this legacy challenge is like a storybook. I'm just going to read you the beginning of Gen 1 and then the rest of it you can see for yourself because it's absolutely beautiful. Without a home but not without love. Our story begins as most stories do. With endurance. You are homeless. You've gone out into the world with nothing but a tent and a dream. As a child, you never had your own home. You were bounced from place to place, always dreaming of a suburban home to call your own, with a family of your own. As you have since you were a young child, you long for a life of normalcy. You are tired of everything around you being turbulent and broken, so you search for joy in the mundane. Life is lonely at first, but fortunately, you find love with another homeless sim. You have nothing but it feels like absolutely everything with your partner by your side. You are a carefree, nature-loving and naive dreamer. Some may call you a hippie, but you just call yourself happy. From the ground up, you create. Create candles, fabricate your own furniture and search dumpsters to make it by. Eventually, you have a home of your own, built by your own two hands. A tiny home. Not only is this a tiny home, But it is a suburban tiny home. Your dream is finally realised. You will stay in this comfy shoebox size home for the rest of your life. Growing in your garden, raising your children and selling the things you make for an income at the local markets. And there is a list of goals related to that little story, which I think is absolutely beautiful. And every generation has a little story like this. And again, this is 10 generations. And of course, again, there is no deadline for this because it is a legacy challenge. You can do it when you like. But it's definitely something you should try out if you're stuck for ideas or something to do in your game. And again, this one is by Caterade and is called the Whimsy Stories Legacy Challenge. And that's all I've got for you this week, and I will be back next time with even more Sims challenges for you to enjoy. Thanks for listening to my little segment. If you want to see me do the Super Sim Challenge and lots of build challenges, come over to Twitch and find me at twitch.tv forward slash pfrogsims. And if you're doing the 100 Baby Challenge, do check out my 100 Baby Challenge Tips video on my YouTube channel, which is also called pfrogsims. And I'm called that on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and the gallery too. And that's P-E-A-F-R-O-G-S-I-M-S. And I'll chat to you next week. Bye!
Zulzul, and welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. Our LP creator this week is, well, me, your host, Technobabble. I have decided to reintroduce LPs again on the channel since I enjoy them so much. The LP introduces a ryokan, or Japanese inn, which houses four sims, all living and thriving in Mount Komorebi. The sims living in this ryokan are Asumi, the proprietor of the ryokan, Mayumi, Yuki, and Aoka. They run the inn, and they keep it up to par for any other guests which may come to visit Mount Komorebi. This is the first Snowy Escape LP in a series of videos I hope to do about the family, so introductions were important. I show you the simplistic but comfortable design of the Ryokan, give you the backgrounds of each of the characters, and hope to continue to show you the lives of these unique sims in future LPs. Our feature builder this week is Lissy Builds. She's working on a base game and parenthood family home, perfect for your family-oriented sims. Not only does she do this with amazing style, but she does it with tiny home style. It's a beautiful testament to the skills she has when focusing on creating a tiny home fit for a sizable family. The home is well decorated and filled with kid necessities. The yard is well designed for connoisseurs of landscaping and the home features a space for everyone, kids and adults alike. If you want a fantastic tiny home for your family oriented sims, this is the one to download. Lissy Builds is known for her builds, such as these and others, especially ones for her unique and modern roofing styles. If you'd like to check it out for more of her builds, you can find her as SimLissy1 on the gallery today. Our cast feature today is of Astaria's powerful sim design. It's unique as there's no voiceover for the video, however we do get a sped up look at how a beautiful sim is created. She makes her sims in lookbooks and is well known for them on her channel. Here Astaria plays with the skin tones, the brows, nose, lips, and all very impressive looking. With this particular sim, Astaria manages to create a striking look with this sim that intrigues us with her bold look. If you wish to use the sim in your game, you can download her from the gallery at Sims Astaria, spelled S-I-M-S-A-S-T-R-A-I-A. -A. The Seven Stages of Grief. It's hard to work through, but it's something Schnook Sim Isabel does in this extremely powerful machinima. It can be hard to lose someone as this machinima explores. This is the second machinima of the series that follows the life of Arthur and Isabel, a couple of our featured machinima artist Schnook. Isabel loses her father, and copes with by using Sims meds, which makes this machinima have a dark but sometimes realistic turn. It's a heartbreaking machinima dedicated to this harsh reality, one we might have all felt this last year. Many of us can relate. If you've lost someone you love, or are dealing with substance abuse, or need someone to talk to about ongoing crisis in your life, please text in US 74171 or in the UK 85258 or call 1-800-273-825 in the US or in the UK, 166-123. Be sure to leave a comment and like on these Simmers videos to show the love for their creation and download their gallery pieces to see firsthand what they have done with the world to inspire your own creations. You can watch the full videos by these amazing Simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting SimmersDigest.com. There you will see a Simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Simmer TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmer's Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, soul soul and keep on simming!
names of the different roofing types. A triangular bit of roofing is called a gabled roof, and half of it is just a half gabled. A bit of roofing with four sloped sides is called a hipped roof, and we also have an option with one flat side called a half-hipped roof. There are the five, six, and eight-sided roof pieces, as well as a circular option. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series or my Quick Building Tip series on TikTok by searching for Hip Hip Renee. This is Lady Sweetheart, and welcome to this week's CC Creator Spotlight. This week, we shine the light on an incredible CC creator by the name of Gorilla Times 3. Gorilla Times 3 makes some absolutely beautiful CC clothing for both female and male sims. I wanted to feature this creator not only because their CC is so beautiful, but because I often get asked where to get good CC for male sims. And Gorilla Times 3 is one of a few creators who, in my opinion, makes some superior clothing pieces for male sims. That being said, their female clothing is no less amazing. Their pieces are always eye-catching and super stylish, come in a variety of swatches, and drape so beautifully on sims. And the detailing on each piece is so wonderfully done. So if you're looking for some great clothing CC for your female and male sims, I'm telling you, you definitely need to check out Gorilla Times 3. I promise you won't regret it. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. Fina from Fina's Friday Five, and season two has already brought us some amazing features. There is no new playlist this week, but Bee Bonnie and Sim Life for Jen are here, and we are going to talk about Jen's feature challenge, our favorite townies, and more. Let's start by introducing Jen's challenge. She took all the CC off of her hit characters Coraline and Atreyu, so we can give them EA makeovers. Because it's Coraline and Atreyu from my um, KH series. They're really CC'd out. So I would love to see, like, and, I mean, they look like completely different people when I took mm -hmm. all the CC off. So I'd love to see what people can do with them just using EA stuff. Like who they who they make them, you know, like what they would look like if they were just EA sims. Yeah, that would be so cool. I'm really looking forward to this one. You can find the challenge by searching hashtag feature challenge 2 on the gallery and on Twitter. And I know we could all use a holiday right now, and The Sims 4 has some great holidays for our Sims to enjoy. Do you have a favorite Sims 4 holiday, Jen? Love day. Aw. <laughs> I'm all about my romance and love, right? <laughs> yeah. Sing single is a Pringle, so I got to get it somewhere, right? <laughs> no, I, I like the love day and the festival you can go to and stuff like that. And, the, you, you know, you drink your tea and stuff. 
So I think that's pretty cute. That's and that's the day that they can celebrate together their love. So I, I don't know. I like the love day the best. I still have yet to have a Sim meet their soulmate at the Love Day Festival, though. Same, same. I'm always Hasn't like, happened Ooh, yet. Perfect opportunity, and we go down, and it's just nope. <laughs> nope, it's all the married Sims together, yeah. and you're like, man, we're all the same. We need Nancy, a singles day. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. Why are you at the Love Festival alone? <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Bee Bunny? I think my favorite game-created holiday, it, you know, it is, probably is Winterfest, because you can decorate the tree. You, you, you could buy the tree and have your whole family decorate it. And then Father Winter comes, and he gives you presents. Or you could beat him up for presents. Like, I really like that <laughs> option, too. <laughs> so I think I really enjoy, especially with family gameplay, I really enjoy Winterfest. Nice. I agree. I think um, Winterfest is probably the best, like, thought out and most playable Christmas experience in The Sims franchise. I agree. Oh, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I love the calendar that they added with Seasons. I love that you can make your own holidays, too. Like, mm -hmm. uh, oh, it's so cool. It's my favorite Seasons expansion pack is The Sims 4 Seasons because of that calendar. I personally love Rebate Day. It is a perfect time to spruce up your Sims home. And there are so many memorable townies in The Sims 4. Do you have a favorite, Jen? I do. My favorite townie is Knox. And I think he I think he gets the short end of the stick. He gets picked on. I watch so many LPs where he's just like, people just hate him. And they want to get rid of him. And they like just do bad stuff to him. Like everybody hates Knox because he's, you know, the eco guy. And I absolutely, I just think he's so adorable with his big nose and his big ears. Like, and he just, I just, he's like the little hipster eco guy. And I think he's adorable. And I loved him so much that I actually did a song story about him. Ooh, I'll have to check that <laughs> just out. Just to give him some love. Yeah. Oh, he sure is a cutie. Who's your favorite, Bee Bunny? All right, well, this is going to sound funny, but it's Malcolm Landgrab, and it's not because I particularly <laughs> like, I know, I, what a random answer, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's not because I particularly like Malcolm Landgrab, but I used him so often in stories. I used him all the time in Sims 2 for, like, the evil Malcolm Landgrab took all my money, and now I have to start over with nothing. You know, like, it's always, like, he's always the foil <laughs> in my, in my, my gameplay stories, especially, like, Rags to Riches gameplay stories and um he's actually in my uh my let's play my trailer park challenge let's play uh as one of my characters tries to manipulate him into uh giving her some money so <laughs> so he's just i don't know i just i like playing with him because he's kind of like the evil rich guy so that's that's my answer <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i was not expecting that so I really hope you enjoyed getting to know Bee Bunny, our very first feature of season two. And while you're waiting for the rest of our interview with Jen and the playlist with her nominees, you can work on her cast challenge by searching Feature Challenge 2 on Twitter or the gallery. You can follow us on Twitter at Fina5 or join us on Twitch February 12th and 26th at twitch.ca slash Fina's Friday 5 or head to our website, finasfriday5.ca, for all the information. And that's F-E-E-N-A-S-F-R-I-D-A-Y, F-I-V-E. And we'll be back next week with Jen's nominees.
This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it, playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. Hello everyone, welcome to the Machinima segment in Simmer's Digest podcast. I'm April Dark, a Machinima creator on the YouTube platform. There is a special guest with me today, a talented Machinima director, Yuzumini. She's the creator of an amazing Machinima series called The Walking Dead. Recently, Izumini published the first episode of the second season, which, from what I understood, is not a direct continuation on the previous one, but just settled in the same universum. I'm gonna ask Izumini some questions about her series. First, I'm curious about your inspiration. I mean, I get that the series was inspired by the Walking Dead universe, but I've actually seen lots of series about zombies in the Mashima community. Have you seen any of them before you started writing the script for the first season, or were you just influenced by the TV show? First of all, I want to thank you for inviting me. I'm honorated that I can be part of this. Yes, I was watching zombie machinimas in series, created in Sims 3 and Sims 2, but they weren't my biggest inspiration. Script was based mostly on TVD TV show, but some people also know this connection with TVD game. I remember one machinima about the zombie apocalypse that I adore a lot and brings me much inspiration, the Sims 3 machinima little girl, but the creator deleted this video. I know that most of the animations we see in your machinimas are made by you and they are awesome by the way. So how did your adventure with creating animation started? This is a very difficult thing to do, I won't lie. So I just wanted to say that I am very impressed by your skills. Oh, thank you! I started my adventure with creating animations when I noticed how many animations I needed that were no longer available. Sophie had a katana, and I didn't want to use only one or two animations that I'd find on YouTube. My first animations weren't perfect, had many mistakes, but I knew that after some time my skills would get better. Also, I'm grateful to the sweet simmer, her rigs saved me. Do you have plans to continue your second series, or will you stick to The Walking Dead? Right now, I've decided to focus only on The Walking Dead series. That's because my laptop doesn't let me enter the saves with one of us actors. But I promise, this series will have continuation. I just need to get myself a new computer. Only a graphic card left to buy, so please cross your fingers for me. Fingers crossed! How long it took you to create the whole episode? 
What was your biggest challenge while doing it? Episode 1 took me a very long time. Three months. And it's all because I didn't have any animation. Characters plus my computer didn't want to cooperate with me. I know that next episodes won't have this problem, so I decided that I will publish the episode 2 month later. My biggest challenge was to make the world in which I record more alive. Story takes place in the city, so I had to have it in my mind. Also, in episode 2, I will have to record a scene in the center of tragedy. That means a lot of people, a lot of animations, and a lot of synchronization. What other Machinima series do you watch? Would you recommend something to us? There is so many of these and I hope I won't miss anyone. Lately I'm watching Loaded Gun on April's Dark Channel, Quest, directed by Michael, Life Plus, directed by Purpura Sims, the sequel by ZG, Pakiyoshi Machinimas, Undead by Sims in Alexa, Afterlife by Lucille and also like watch again Primrose series. I can't believe how many talented people are in our community. In the end, would you like to say something else about your series or in general? I wanted to say, thank you so much for watching Machinimas of mine and others. The second season of The Walking Dead is very special for me. I am grateful because thanks to my voice actors, this time you can watch it with voiceover. I adore you guys. I can't wait to see your reactions after this whole series shows up. Thank you so much again. Have a nice day. I love you guys and bye. Thank you Izumini for doing that little interview with me. I'm so happy to have you as a guest in my segment. In the end, as usual, I will tell you my opinion about the series. I've been watching Izumini since the beginning of her channel and she's been always into creating darker plots, which I found very original. I have never been a fan of The Walking Dead TV show, but I enjoyed Izumini's series anyway. I've been waiting impatiently for the second season since it meant to be created with voiceover. I like how Izumi's style changed over the past months, but at the same time, she maintained the same dark and sheer atmospheric in her series. And this episode is not an exception. The best thing about it is that while watching it, you are never sure what's going to happen next. I recommend you to check out Izumi's The Walking Dead and also her awesome animation packs. I am sure that they will be useful for you if you still play The Sims 3 and do lots of photos or records. That's all if it comes to my segment. If you've got free time, I would be grateful if you could check out my channel April Dark. And now, I hope that you will enjoy the rest of our podcast. Bye! I'm Sully Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. The world is changing and the Sims community is not immune to the constant change. As players worldwide grapple with coronavirus, with political change and unrest, with the changing seasons and times, they continue to lean on their beloved games to navigate the world. This week, Freeplay unleashed news of updates for the next two months, Sims Mobile wound down their latest sweet treat showdown, and Sims 4 rolled out their newest stuff pack, Sims 4 Paranormal. Easily the most demanding of the three games, Sims Freeplay Game Changers revealed the mobile game's newest slew of events this week. Players can now look forward to a rustic wedding update in February and a glitzy art deco update in March. 
In fact, the brand new Influence Island event, Rustic Wedding, began January 27th. Players are currently cajoling and charming their ways into the hearts of several Sims NPCs to gain network credits. These credits earn the t this time around such romantic prizes as quaint barrels overflowing with flowers, rustic folding chairs with pastel upholstery, simple suits and maiden-like dresses, and awnings swaddled in flowers. The adjoined Sim Chase, which begins on February 3rd and offers wedding seating, a dance floor adorned with fairy lights, a rustic wedding camera, elegant love seats, and long banquet tables for the perfect wedding reception. Mid-February and March will bring a daring Art Deco update, Gilded in Gold. The Bell Hotel Live event begins on February 15th. The Influence Island Sweet Success begins on March 15th, and the Fresh Sim Chase Bar Brawl begins on February 27th. Throughout these events, simmers can expect to win stunning works of geometric, jazz-inspired, early 20th century bliss. Sweet Success will offer diamond-shaped mirrors, luxury vanities, glittering archways, and the lights and storage pieces of the swing generation. Bar Brawl's prizes include stunning gold fountains, impressive Art Deco bar stools, bars, bar backs, and other shiny pieces perfect for a Sims speakeasy. The Bell Hotel Live event offers a tantalizing set of Roaring Twenties prizes, complete with a huge 20th Century Hotel as a grand prize. The Sims Mobile wound down the final event in its most recent update this week. The current sweet treat showdown, Charming Crafts, began January 25th and gives players the opportunity to mix and bake their way into sweet treat fame. Correctly baked rounds give sweet and royal tokens as a reward. Players exchange these tokens for crafty comfort, such as hobby shop shelves, hobby carts and pinboards, mannequins, rocking chairs, sweater dresses for females, and more. The grand prize for this event are a crafty sewing table, a long bangs hairstyle for men, and a 50s flip curl hairstyle for women. Mobile players are looking to the horizon for the next big update. Simmers in the Sims 4 community are absolutely abuzz about the newest Paranormal Stuff Pack. Released on January 26th, Sims 4 Paranormal has shocked players with robust gameplay, stunning build-by items, and create-a-sim items that suggest the effortless haunting beauty of New Orleans. Even players who didn't purchase the pack received a free update to their games. Sims can now experience the Fear Moodlet, adding a fresh aspect to gameplay. Gameplay for this pack is enormously robust. Simmers can hold seances to summon spirits and the infamous Bone Hilda. They can also earn paranormal license through Gildred the Ghost, visit and build haunted houses, and dispel naughty spirits with their wits and skills. Sims can master the medium skill, search for haunted items, and find frightening thrills in every corner of this pack. That's all for now, but stay tuned on Simmers Digest website for more in-depth coverage. As always, stay safe, wash your hands, and happy haunted simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. Okay, a huge shout out to all of our guests this week on the show, as well as a huge thank you to Fluffy Monkey for the amazing steps shared with us all about setting up and managing our Simstagram accounts. Be sure to give her a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and stop by one of her amazing streams on Twitch. I am looking forward to the next installment of her segment on our next show. Speaking of Twitch, Simmer's Digest is looking to start streaming regularly, and we would love to have you join us on stream. 
We will be posting a few polls on Twitter to find out if you'd be interested and when and what you'd be interested in seeing us do on Twitch to help promote and support your amazing creativity and our continued goal to meet and connect with more simmers. And as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It is our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, our Let's Watch series, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you, Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Starshuz, P-Frog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Soli Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alarin, Basically Bex, Miss Fina, April Dark, and the entire Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to this show each week and all the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Simmer Society on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of our Simmers Digest magazine. I love spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plum Bob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new, imaginative build ideas, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Pinterest, or even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app, or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in the community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Simmer Society group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, have a great gallery pick for me to check out or a fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for the show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I am always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many simmers as I can each and every week. You are all amazingly creative, talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on simming. absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. 
The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app. Attention all Simmers, if you are looking for a hub of Sim-related fun filled with a collaborative group of Simmers who love to chat, share, support, and help one another as we fill our channels, galleries, streams, and socials with amazing Sims content, then look no further than the Simmers Society. This is a fantastic group of Simmers from all over the world who explore all variations of the Sims franchises. The group has a vibrant chatting lounge and several areas to discuss and share your amazing content, as well as hosting regular challenges, fun giveaways, tutorials, and so much more. Join today by downloading the Discord app on your phone or checking it out right from your computer. Just search for the Simmers Society or send a tweet to Simmers Digest asking for the invite link and we will send it to you today. Join the almost 200 members and surround yourself with fun, amazing individuals who all enjoy The Sims as much as you do. The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server. <laughs>